Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because thanks to you, we are heard in over 35 countries now around the world, plus all over Australia here and in Adelaide, every Monday from 2 till 3 on Radio Italia Uno. And, of course, thanks to Ron and Karen on Podcast City. People can hear us all over the world. So thank you for listening. And, look, I've got so many messages it's incredible last week i was saying how it was great to get some messages over christmas and and the end of december because everybody stopped for christmas and and had some time off you know uh, some people have been having time off because of covid or one thing or another and lockdowns all around the world i mean you know we we are so lucky in adelaide we we've had less lockdowns than anywhere else i think but in January, oh boy did i get a lot of messages i think everybody was home on holidays or you know wanting to do something and um, thank you so much to all those people. Look, I honestly, I've had so many that I just couldn't pick which one I should talk to or about most. But it was interesting. I was talking to a couple of the presenters that were on the show at the end of last year and the beginning of this year already and they said, do you get much feedback? And I said, do I? And I said, yes. <laughs> and they were surprised. I said, really? I said, yeah, from all over the world. And it's it's so Great. And thank you to everybody that listens to this. And please keep sharing it and keep sending me messages and letting me know what you feel and what you want to know. I sent out a couple of emails to a couple of friends that have been listening to the program for quite a while and from overseas and also local. And I said to them, uh, let me know what you want to uh, hear on the show. And, you know, like I'm trying to work out how to keep it going, keep it interesting and make sure that I'm just not talking to myself and Ron every week. But what happened, that out of the 10 or 15 that I got back straight away, I mean, I got a lot more, but out of the 10 or 15, guess what? Every one of them said exactly the same thing. Every one of them. It was, so, it was incredible. I thought I'd get a variety of answers, whatever. But everybody said the same thing. We love what you're doing. Now, I'm not just saying this. I've got them here with me. I can, you know, but, you know, we love what you're doing. We love the variety. We love the fact that it's never really the same, same, but it's all the same. You know, <laughs> they said it's the same, same old, same old, but not the same. You know, because like I said, what we're talking about is about how to start a business, how to work your business, how to improve your business, and more importantly, how to improve yourself and how to um, get the right people working for you. You know, like I've mentioned many, many times where people have said, you know, I've got the wrong people working for me. I, I haven't got the right managers or, you know, and other people say, I'm looking for a job as a manager. And, you know, the other day I was consulting with somebody and I said to them, don't be the acting manager. Yeah, I'm the acting manager. I said, be the manager. Be the manager. And and I was in this place, business the other day where I was asked to go and see and talk to the staff at the beginning of the year to motivate them for this year and coming back to work. And this guy says, oh, yeah, but I tell the supervisor, I, I do this, I do that. And I said, look, if you want, you keep your job. Do your job. <laughs> it's as simple as that. If you want to keep your job, do the job. If you want to get a promotion, do the job, you know. And and um, another company, just to give you an example, this is a construction company and there's these guys working on the site and the guy's leaning up against the wall with one hand and sort of painting with the other hand, you know. And it looked like he was just like, oh, I'm having a picnic here, you know. And, and I said to the guy, uh, his boss was really angry at him. And I, and I said, look, unfortunately, these people don't realise that they've got to look the part as well. So I gave him a bit of a lecture on looking the part and being the part. You know, like if you're being an actor and they said, look, we'd like you to play this role, you would play that role during that movie or during that scene. Now, if you're a painter... Dress like a painter, act like a painter, stand like a painter, move like a painter, you know. If you're a carpenter, at least look like you're dressed like a carpenter, you know. Wear the tools, wear the belt, wear the hammer and, and the, the nails or whatever you need. Now, if you're a butcher, dress like a butcher. And, and don't try and, and be a prima donna on a building site because you're not that person in that role. 
And this is very important. So you have to play the role. Now, my special guest today is quite interesting because in his life, he's had many roles. And we've just, just before we came on air, we were talking about the fact that and we'll, I'll introduce you so you can uh, talk to him yourself or you can hear it direct from the horse's mouth, as they say. Look, thank you so much to everybody that listens to our show. Thank you to everybody that supports our show and support the people who support us, of course. Now, my special guest today is Gary Muller. Gary is uh, from uh, Blue Sky uh, Consulting and um, Consulting Services. And he's been a, a consultant and a, a counselling services for over 10 years. So, you know, he really does know what he's talking about. But I want to just let you understand something, that a lot of people are doing jobs that they hate doing. They're doing, they're going back to work where they don't want to go. And unfortunately, with this COVID situation, a lot of people are staying home and don't want to stay home. You know, and a lot of people don't want to go back to the job that they had or to the place where they had it, so they're they're in a real upset situation because it's a for them it's a no win situation. But Gary, you've got a really good story to tell, and and I want people to understand this that you have changed your life around quite dramatically, and now you're doing what you want to do. So there's no such thing out there that people say, oh, I can't help it. I've got to do what I've got to do. No, you don't. You've got to do what you want to do, and that's when you're going to be happy. So let me introduce my special guest, Gary Muller. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Peter. Thanks yes. for having me. Oh, thanks for coming in, Gary. It's been great. When I heard about you and what you were doing, I thought, wow, that's just the sort of person we need on the program. Just so at the beginning of the year, especially, people start to wake up to themselves and think, oh, my God, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, or this is what I'm going to do for the rest of the year. You don't have to do what you're doing now for the rest of the year. Now, I'm going to take you back. Gary, tell us, where were you born? I was born in Pinaroo in the Murray Mallee area of South Australia. Okay. Uh, way back in the early 60s. Okay. Now, let me just, for those people that don't know the Murray Mallee or don't know Pinaroo, Pinaroo is a very, very small country town, really way, way out. You know, that's what we call the outback in Australia. It's it's over 200 kilometres away from the big city. So you're really out in the desert area sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, although they do grow wheat and corn, um, uh, other crops there, and graze sheep and cattle. But just for your benefit, you know, you were born way out of a, in a country town, and most people who are born in a country town, let me tell you, stay in a country town, right? <laughs> so you moved to the city at a very early age, or your family did? Yes, uh, my father, who was a butcher, he um, <laughs> moved to he moved to Adelaide when I was six years of age, yep. and I've been in Adelaide ever since. Yep. Now, the fact is that when you were little, did you have any idea what you wanted to do? Not till I was about probably 13, Thirteen. And right. at thirteen, I developed a love of aircraft and flying. Yep. And it was always a dream of mine to be able to fly commercially one day. Yep. However, I was very poor at school. Yes. So um, I thought it was a bit of a pipe dream. And then uh, when I left school, I had a couple of jobs that I really hated. And I finally <laughs> got a job at the airport as a baggage handler. And uh, I took the opportunity of the time there, the money that they provided to go out to Parafield Airport and learn to fly. And I finished up becoming a commercial pilot. Look, that's... That's a story in itself, and that's what I want to talk about. The sure. fact is, when you were 12 or 13, you decided, wow, I'd love to fly, and I'd love to do something. And a lot of people did have that dream, or have a similar dream where they want to do something. And then at the back of their head, or straight away, they stopped themselves. Oh, I can't do that. I don't have the money. We don't have the education. Don't have this, that, or whatever. And then the fact is, you went and got a job in an area that you liked doing a crappy job <laughs> with all due respects, you know, yeah. um, doing a job, like you said, it wasn't a job that you particularly liked baggage handling at the airport years ago was a really hard job. I mean, it's hard enough today, but they got conveyor belts and they got a lot of other yeah. things and they got parcels over 20 kilos. You, you don't lift, <laughs> you know what I mean? But basically you went to work in an area where you thought you were near the planes that you loved. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. yeah. It was just the atmosphere of being there and yeah. I knew that the job would provide me with the money. And yeah. even though I wasn't good at school when I studied uh, my flying, I excelled at it because I was so passionate. That's the difference. That's exactly right. When you're doing what you love, it becomes easier. 
Yes. It becomes easier. Even though it might be hard, it becomes easier. And this is what we're this is what I want to try and encourage people out there listening. You know, people in a third world country that listen to this think, Oh look, I could never do that. Yes, you could, because you come from an old country town that, you know, was like way out in the in the outback, what we call the outback, and it's a long way away from a big city. Yes. And then you grew up wanting to fly and you knew that you didn't have the education, you didn't have the, the qualifications and you didn't think that you could. And, but you took a job just to do it. But then when you had the money, you realised you could, by working that job, you could go and study. Correct. And then when you went to study, you found it easier to study because you love what you were studying. <laughs> That's so spot on. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So, so the opportunity, the reason why I'm, I'm harping on this and, and repeating it is because anybody listening to this can do whatever they want to do, not what they have to do. That is, you know, yes, And, and this is so important at this time in the world. It's so important. But it's so important now because of the COVID and worldwide crisis that we found ourselves in. You know, the, the situation has changed so much for so many people. Just this morning, I've been counselling somebody who wanted to be, or sorry, was told to be a chemist, <laughs> a pharmacist, right? To be a pharmacist. Right. And he went to school, did his university and all the rest of it. And at the end of last year, at the end of last year, he decided, I don't want to be a pharmacist anymore. <laughs> you know. And I've been working with him the last couple of days because he really wants to do something, but he doesn't want to be a pharmacist anymore. Sure. And we worked out very quickly. I'm, I mean, I knew straight away. It wasn't him wanting to be a pharmacist. It was his mother and father and, you know, peer pressure around him, you know. And now he's got another job. Matter of fact, he's got a couple of jobs that he, he does, and he finds that he's a lot happier. So when he's happy, and like I said to him, we've, he's a lot happier. You know, today I was speaking to him. He's much, much happier. This afternoon I was talking to him again and and... He, he was just so much happier than what just a couple of weeks ago when I met him, you know. It was quite incredible. I met him in December, in December, and I spoke to him briefly then. I said, look, when you're ready in January, let's get together. So we had a very quick session in, in December, and uh, now we've, we've had a couple of sessions, and today I had a, a fairly long session with him. But it was quite incredible how his whole personality has changed. His whole energy has changed, you know, because he's starting to look at what he wants to do instead of what he should have been doing for his mum or dad or somebody else wanted him to do. Yes. You know? and, and it's interesting because you said that right at the beginning. Exactly. I come from a long line of butchers and my yeah. father offered me an apprenticeship when I was at school and I said, no, sorry, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> not, not for me. Um, I knew what I wanted to do. But, yeah, it's having, having that spark. And I've met a lot of people over the years that have done things because their families wanted them to or they were expected to. But it doesn't matter if you're great at being a doctor, if being a musician is what you want, yeah. that's what you need to do. And the energy is so important. Yes, yes, that's true. And, and the fact is, what, what's really important, that you had this burning desire, like you said before, that you always wanted to be a pilot. And the fact that you, you know, this is what I admire about you, Gary, is you didn't just go to be a pilot. You went to be a commercial pilot. So you aimed higher than just a pilot. Yes. You know, a commercial pilot is like the top of the pilots, you know. And, you know, other than, a, a, you know, Top Gun <laughs> pilot. <laughs> but, you know, like the, that's the high, the high peak, you know. Like a lot of people say, I want to go to the Olympics. I want to go to the Olympics. They go to the Olympics. Yeah. But they never thought, I want to get a gold medal. They would have got a gold medal had they aimed for the gold medal. Their yeah. aim was down here just to be at the Olympics. Now, look, that's a pretty high achievement but it's not the gold that you should be aiming at. You know, you're aiming at a, a dartboard, you know, instead of a, a bow and arrow sort of thing, you know, shooting at it with a bow and arrow. Yeah. It's easy to get it. Yes. You have to go high and go for it. And the fact is that you became a commercial pilot. You got your right. commercial pilot license, which was a credit to you as a baggage handler, <laughs> you know, and how many baggage handlers working, carrying baggages onto planes would have gone for that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I, it was it was something that just um, I was willing to do the long hours. I was willing to do the overtime. I was willing to do the study and spend the money. Yeah, and uh, I think being around the aircraft really motivated me. Yes, I think I can do this. 
Yes, good on you. And and the fact is, you know, you were in the belly of the plane. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Literally, you were in the belly of the plane and saying, I'm going to fly one of these one day. So you had the motivation right there. You had, you know, you couldn't get a bigger motivation. Than the, <laughs> the cherry in front, you were in the belly of the plane. You know, this is like incredible. But this, this is a sort of motivation that you have. Now, let me just ask you this. Sure. And, uh, you know... Anybody out there, this is a, a question you can ask yourself. Just imagine that Gary's wanting to be a pilot and then he wants to be a commercial pilot, so flying the big planes. How much better do you think he'd be working in his job? How much happier would he be being there, doing what he knows he's doing so that he can get to the next step, you see, or three, four steps above that? So in other words, what... You, you would be a very happy worker, you see? Yes, that's All right, true. we're going to come back and talk about that. Thank you. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232-3006 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Foodland's owned by South Australian families like mine. Like our second home, we ensure our stores are safe. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah! Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia Uno Sito internet www.italiauno.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia Uno You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you to all our sponsors of the radio show and the Radio Italia Uno. And of course, this year we are here again to try and help you promote your product and service. So if you want to promote your product or service, let us help you. We will give you some fantastic deals. Now, also, please support the people that support us. If you hear of a company, a business, a shop or service that is available through Radio Italia Uno, run out and ask them because tell them you heard it on Radio Italia Uno and I'm sure they'll give you some extra special service. And of course, all our sponsors are very good. We, we are so happy with our sponsors and, and of course, we're always looking for more sponsors and helping them to promote their service. Now, we're talking today with Gary Muller and, and Gary, you know, it's, it's interesting because you run a company called Blue Sky Counseling and the fact is that you came like from a country town, you live here in Adelaide, um, you grew up, your father was a butcher, wanted you to be a butcher. And at a very early age, you said, no, I don't want to do that. And then um, at around about the age of 13, you decided yourself that you wanted to fly and you thought, wow, that's what I'd like to do. But of course, lack of education, lack of motivation or whatever it was at that time, you never thought... And this is what we talk about all the time. You didn't have the right coaches or the right mentors around you. You never thought that you could do it. So the closest thing you got to it was to go and work at the airport. And then, of course, working there, like I said before, working in the belly of the aeroplane, loading somebody else's baggage that are going away on holidays or going somewhere else, I think that would have been depressing. Oh, I want to go too. <laughs> but, but the fact is that motivated you to say, I want to be a commercial pilot. So, you know, I've got to admire that. And I'm, I want my listeners now to remember 
they can too do what they want to do. You don't have to do what you're doing. You can do whatever you want to do if you put the effort into changing so that you can. And the fact that you worked a lot of other jobs as well, didn't you? I did. I've done a number of jobs. I've done uh, after the airport uh, when flying didn't work out, I became a bus driver. I was a courier driver. I worked at a hospital running the linen service. I've worked in the funeral industry. And a lot of these things didn't work out because of redundancies and companies going broke. But I was always working, but I always knew that there was something else there. Okay. I just want to go back to a point that we spoke about a little bit during the commercial breaks. Mm. Obviously, we we can't stop talking. <laughs> but but Gary, you, you mentioned the fact that you were working for a company, which was TAA, which Correct. was a, a Trans-Australian Airlines. And way back in the 80s, 90s, they, they had a huge change and financial crises and all that sort of thing. A lot of um, airlines at that time went bankrupt and they... Redundancy means that they just sacked everybody or uh, asked them to take a holiday pay and go. And, and that's what you did, right? Correct. Then you went to work for another company and the same similar thing happened. Yes. And a few years later. Then you worked for another company and a few years later. Uh, I mean, are you the bad news? <laughs> they used to call me the Grim Reaper. If I rolled up at your work, you'd be, uh, you'd be thinking, oh, I might need to change jobs. But um, I think it was just the... Yeah, was, look, this is what I'm saying. It's just a, the, the situation, the economy, the different companies. And like you said, they weren't run properly. Some companies didn't run properly. They had the wrong managers in the place. They had the wrong uh, owners, didn't think, plan enough. And, and this is what we talk about every week, how important it is to plan ahead, how important it is to have the right goals, the five-year plan, the 10-year plan, and make sure that it remains a 10-year plan or a good five-year plan and reviewed every six months or minimum, minimum once a year. And that's already too far, you know, to keep the business going well. The thing is, after all these other jobs that you had, um, what made you decide to go into counselling because this is important yeah okay now there's probably not one definitive answer with this people say well how did you finish up doing this after all these years but I say it's a culmination the best answer it's a culmination of my life experiences and my personality Mm -hmm. so when I was younger probably grew up with very little self-esteem very little confidence but I, um, during my 20s, I went through a traumatic situation that uh, really, um, it affected me greatly for about five or six years. I then went through some other very difficult situations with grief, depression, anxiety. But I got to a stage in life where I, I wanted to learn more about myself and learn more about life. So I, a, friend of my, a friend of mine actually gave me a great book and I started reading it and it was like the author was actually talking to me. <laughs> and I thought, oh, so I'm not crazy. This happens to other people. Mm. And the more I learned about myself, the more I started doing courses. Mm-hmm. I learned that I wasn't such a bad person. Yep. And uh, that inspired me to do volunteer work. And I finished up working on Lifeline as a telephone counsellor. Oh, wow. And one night I was doing a mid-dawn shift there all by myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I realised, hey, I'd really like to make a career of this. (laughs) But I had to do a lot of personal growth myself. I had a lot of issues Mm -hmm. growing up. So at the tender age of 44, I bit the bullet and I took up full-time study to get my counselling diploma. wasn't an easy uh, decision. Mm -hmm. After that, I graduated three years later. I did a business course uh, to set up my business. Mm -hmm. The day I started my business, my father passed away and I was actually living with him. Oh, wow. So at the time, my mother was already passed. Um, So for six months, nothing really happened. And then I got a break to do an interview on radio. Mm -hmm. And then the business started and it was it was difficult in the early days, but mm-hmm. I kept ploughing away with the support of my wonderful wife. Mm-hmm. And now it's just one thing led to another, but it was like never giving up. And yeah. I realised how passionate mm-hmm. I was to see other people change their lives and to help them. So, yep. Well, that's, that's the thing that, you know, you've got to admire the fact that, like you said, you just kept on going and going and going. And the fact is you knew what you wanted to do and you worked towards it. Yes. So this is... 
this is what I'm trying to encourage all the listeners to do. So if you're out there, you're listening to it, doesn't matter where you are, you know, whether you're in a, a nice air-conditioned comfort or out on the beach or out in the desert or, you know, country town or a little village, it doesn't really matter. You can actually achieve what you want to achieve if you set your mind to it. And the fact that you did, do you remember that name of the book that you read? It wasn't my book, was it? Laugh With Me? It, it could well, have been. It, it could have been. <laughs> it could have been. But look, the fact is, it doesn't matter which book you read, yeah. as long as you read. Yes. And it doesn't matter what we say, because after a while, some of those things start to matter to you. You know, And I, I can give you lots of examples, and I've mentioned on, on air before, I've got a friend in Asia where I go to Borneo, and we became such close friends you know the Chinese gentleman up there and he and I are like closer than brothers we really are and his whole family and mine you know we, we visit each other regularly except for this COVID but his two two of his children now live in Australia because of me I've brought them over but and they've got their own families here now so it's been fantastic but when he first started reading these motivational books he was saying, nah, this is all American. I don't understand it. doesn't make sense to us. No, they don't understand us. I said, okay. And then I was doing lectures and seminars through Asia and Southeast Asia. And he came along to a couple of my seminars. And he said, oh, that's really interesting. Where did you learn that? Where did you learn that? I said, from this book. He said, but I read this book. He said, that didn't have it in it. I said, no, no, from this other book. You know? And he said, what book? You know, and I just mentioned, I don't mind, it was Tony Robbins, one of Tony Robbins' books. Yes. Robert Kiyosaki's books, um, Deepak Chopra's books, and a couple of other books that I'd been reading at the time. And he said, I've got those books. He said, but no, nah. he said, I can't get through this one. He said, no, 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 not mine. And I said, okay. I said, well, you know, come along to another seminar. You'll hear it. And I was staying at his home. I was staying at his home. So he kept asking me all these questions all the time because he wanted to grow his business. And his business has grown from a very, very small engineering business where it's just him. Then he got a partner. Now he got a few other employees and a couple of other people. He now employs a whole group of people and he's got multi-offices across the Borneo. So it's quite interesting how uh, a little bit can lead to a huge, huge change. I can. It it starts off so small. And I think what a lot of people do when they read motivational books is yep. they think, okay, I've got I've been positive now for six months and <laughs> nothing's happened, but positive thoughts yep. require positive action. Yes. And um, it's a case of working through, being positive through the hard times, through the obstacles, and that's what changed my life, I think. Good. We'll come back and talk about that as well. Thank you very much. We've got to take a break. We'll come straight back after these sponsors. How good is Mighty Joe's? They're brilliant. Mighty Joe's is the largest fruit market in South Australia. They handle all Italian small goods. And a family business. Yeah, that's right. Four decades. Joe and Francesco, they're proud to present fresh produce from local growers and local produce markets, passing massive savings on to you. And their service is so friendly. Tell me about the opening hours. Absolutely. They're open 7 until 7, Monday to Friday, and 7 until 5, Saturday and Sundays. And they have weekly bargains and specials, like nuts and fruit and veg, cold meats, pastas, and plenty more. And they've got a new shop. They certainly have. Mighty Joe's are now at 115 Findon Road, Woodville. Check their Facebook page, Mighty Joe's Fruit Market. I need some fruit and veg. I'm heading down right now. I'll come down with you. Yo! Ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 82 6-2-2-8-0. Unique Stone. We won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now, thanks to Podcast City, you can record your own podcast and have your own on-demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno, 
or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City. Podcasting the easy way. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening on uh, every Monday from 2 to 3 on Radio Italia Uno. And of course, on uh, podcast through Podcast City. Thank you to Ron uh, for helping us to do that. And uh, it's heard over 35 countries around the world at the moment. So it's growing all the time. And thank you for sharing. And of course, please support the people that support us. I'll keep saying that every week and all the time. We at this radio station are a community station. We need help. We need uh, support. So, you know, if you live in and around Adelaide or a product that you want to service, uh, product or service, let us know. We will help you promote it at a very, very good rate. We're giving away extra special rates today. And of course, um, I, I want to mention the fact also that if you're in Adelaide over uh, end of February at beginning of March, do go out and support The Fringe. The Fringe show um, are on all around Adelaide. Uh, so please support The Fringe. There are a lot of performers that have suffered for a couple of years not being able to perform, not being able to make a living, and quite a lot of them, really honest to tr- I know a lot of them, and they don't have... Um, any support systems in place and they only live from their income they get from performing and unfortunately they haven't been able to perform. I'm actually in a show, I'm actually in a show, um, this Fringe as well with a couple of friends of mine. So if anybody here in Adelaide would like to come to the Fringe show, um, you can look it up and book it in or you can uh, get in touch with me and I'll be able to reserve some tickets for you. So please get in touch, let us know the show If you want to have a look at the Fringe Guide, it starts on the 25th of uh, February. So we've got one show, first show, which is the 26th of February, and uh, it's a Saturday night, and it's called A Comedian, Musician, and Some Magicians. Fun for all, but not the precious. It's on the actual first page, top right-hand corner of the Fringe Guide in the comic section. So if you've got a fringe guide, open it to the comic session, top right-hand corner, you'll see our show. So please support that. Um, tell your friends, look, you haven't got much time, book it in. We've got one show coming up on Saturday the 26th of February. We've got one the following week on Saturday the 5th of March. And then we've got one on the Friday night on the 11th of March. So please help me, help my friends and uh, come to our Fringe show. Look, we've got some people out there that this year have really suffered because of not being able to perform, and obviously they haven't made much money, so it's been very hard for them. So, you know, if you're here in Adelaide, at the end of February, first two weeks of March, come and see our show. So thank you for that. And, of course, we're talking to Gary, and Gary was telling us about how when he was a young boy... He thought he'd like to be a pilot. 
He'd like to be a commercial pilot and uh, had no way, no way of, of becoming that because of his education, because of his standards, because of his um, mental attitude and didn't have the right attitude, didn't have the right coaches, didn't have the right mentors around him. So he thought, no, nah, I would never be able to do that. But the closest thing he thought was, I'll go and work at the airport. <laughs> and uh, which is really interesting because he took one step closer to where he wanted to be. Although he may not have enjoyed the job or, you know, it wasn't his ideal job, he did it because he was close to where he wanted to be. And by getting the money from his job, he was able to go and study. And by going to study, he realised he wasn't as dumb as the teachers told he was, <laughs> you know. And I, you know, I know a lot of people in a position, you know, we're not as dumb as we were told. You know, I couldn't read and write till I was 13. I come from Italy. I speak a totally different language. I couldn't speak English. Now people think I am English. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, I, I really could not speak English and I couldn't read and I couldn't write. And then, you know, later on in life, I learned to read and write and, you know, as I learned to speak. And uh, now people, you know, I've been giving lectures all around the world. So, you know, that's how it works. And, and you became a pilot. Um, uh, you know, you, you qualified as a, um, you know, not just a pilot, but, you know, top of the, top of the tree sort of thing. Um, so that was you know, a credit to you. But the thing that we mentioned before was about, you know, positive thoughts. You sort of, you can have as many positive thoughts as you like. If you don't put the action to it, nothing works, you know. So you actually have to action your plan. You've got to have the plan. You know, a lot of people make a plan. And we talked about that a few weeks back. And last year we talked about planning and how important it is to plan at the beginning of the year or the end of the year. You plan what you're going to do over the next year. We're still in you know, January, February now. And so right at the beginning of the year is a perfect time to sit down and make a plan if you haven't already. Because people do have New Year's resolutions that just let them go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we're talking about. So when you were talking before, you said about you started to read some motivational books or some inspirational books. What led you to do that? Well, the I suppose it was going through the traumatic situation in my in my twenties. Mm -hmm. I um, I was looking for answers somewhere. I didn't yeah. probably know it at the time. Yep. But then I realised that life had to be better than what it was. So uh, I was talking to my uh, to a friend one day and, and they saw this book and thought, oh, this would be really good for me. Mm. So they gave it to me. It was a book called Your Sacred Self by Wayne Dyer. Oh, yes, Wayne Dyer. And, and I started buying a lot of his books and <clears throat> um, I started learning more a little bit about myself, a little bit about life. I started doing courses. But I think overall what it did for me was actually give me some for the first time ever, a little bit of belief in myself because mm -hmm. even when I achieve things, even as a pilot, I still probably didn't value myself as much as a person. Mm -hmm. uh, but if I made a mistake or failed at something, I would dwell on it for a long time. Yep. And I realised that I had a very low opinion of myself, so I really needed to sort that out. And that was the beginning with these books. So yeah. uh, There's a problem out there in society, I've noticed, that a lot of people have a low self-esteem. Yes. And what they do, they cover it up by doing stupid things. Yes. Right? They get drunk and they think, oh, I'm all right when well, I'm drunk. You know, I wouldn't get up on stage until I'm drunk. I wouldn't say that until I'm, you know, and they won't go out to some place. And when they do go out, they think they need uh, Dutch courage. They need a lot of drinks before they can ask somebody to dance. They've got to, you know, do a lot of things before they want to talk to people. Otherwise, they sit back and they're shy. You know, so this is really important that, you know, that self-esteem that people hold, they won't go for the promotion. And I've, you know, I've had a lot of people we've spoken about in the past who said, look, they looked over me and then they didn't see me or, you know, I was never promoted. And I said, did you ever put your hand up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and even recently, uh, just before Christmas, when, when this one person in, in an office where I went to ask to go and do some coaching, um, were really upset leading up to Christmas and they wondered why, you know, she'd been, the, uh, been there for a long time and all the rest of it. Another girl got promoted or another lady got promoted and she didn't get promoted. And uh, they said, look, we offered you this promotion the last three years in a row. We've, uh, we've offered you, or three times in a row, we've offered you a promotion and every time you said you didn't want it or you wouldn't take it. 
you're doing the job anyway. You're doing it better than everybody else. Why don't you take the job? <laughs> and then she said, you know, like, and she broke down and cried and we, we did some coaching and counselling with it. Now she's got the job. She's doing it. I mean, she was doing it anyway. You know, she was one of these people that was not the acting manager. She was the manager. Yes. <laughs> she was right. doing a manager's job by getting an ordinary labourer's wage yeah. where she's been doing it for quite a, a long time. And this company wanted her to take over, but she didn't until just recently. So it's interesting you said that as well. Oh, I, if there's something I could share with you briefly, not, one night in my early 40s, I was unemployed. I'd had another relationship fail. My mother had passed away. My father had had a heart attack. My prospects weren't looking overly good at the moment. So I sort of asked myself, I went up to a lookout and I was just standing there and I asked myself what was wrong with me. And almost instantly the thought popped in, if you gave half of the love to yourself that you give to other people, your life would change. Wow. Wow. And it was very powerful. It happened straight away and I realised that I'd spent my life trying to please other people yep. in relationships, at work, and it set me up to be taken advantage of. Mm. And that night I realised that I'd actually formed my own self-image based on other people's judgments Opinion and criticisms yeah. and opinions yeah. and that's in the book somewhere yeah. it's uh, but that night changed my life and I made a deal with myself that I would never be used again yeah. my needs would come first in a self-care way and that night changed my life forever two years later I met my wife four years later I started my business and um, life has never been better but I had to give myself permission to be happy to be my own best friend basically and it's so important. I want all of my clients to realise that they are all wonderful, worthy people. Well, I'm holding your book here. And it's called Blue Sky Thoughts. Blue Sky Thoughts, Positive Insights for Everyday Life. Right? So it's a handbook for a journey of self-discovery and uh, self-mastery. And it's by Gary Muller. Or Muller, how do you pronounce Muller. it? Muller. Muller, I yes. pronounce it Muller. Yes. <laughs> so it's uh, Gary Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R. So if you want a copy, get in touch with me through Radio Italia Uno. We'll make it available to you. They're selling at bookstores and through your uh, on-site. So let us know and we'll give you all the details. So anybody else want a book, get in touch with me through Radio Italia Uno, Happy Business Radio, and we'll tell you how to get the book. All right, yeah. so it's not a problem at all. Look, we'd just take another break. We've got, a, we've just had a break, didn't we? Look, <laughs> it's gone quick. <laughs> it goes too quick. We'll be back after this. Thank you very much. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, proprietary limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. 
When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate, your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts, plus report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 till 10am. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia Uno sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, every week we uh, are so pleased to have you listening uh, all around the world. This podcast goes to over 35 countries and growing. We've had uh, people here who are students and uh, studying in Adelaide and have sent it back to their friends in their respective countries. And we've had people in other countries who have heard it and said, hey, you should listen to this. It's from Adelaide. So it's quite interesting. We've had uh, people as far away all over Europe, you know, and Africa. We, we've had several people, a couple of weeks ago, we had people on the Zoom calls from Africa, uh, Thailand, uh, Malaysia, India. We've had people from uh, as far away as Estonia and Africa and uh, South America. So, you know, like right across. And, of course, we're regulars from Europe um, that listen to the show as well. So thank you to everybody that listens to the show and, and like I say, send me a message, send me an email, send me a, a text or whatever. Let me know if there's anything in particular you want help with. Let me know. If you've heard something on the show that you want more information about, let me know. And like I always say, if you need help or something, let me know. And I look, if I can't help you, I'll know who can. That's the thing. And I'll find somebody who can. You know, we've got a lot of people that I associate with. And if I can't help you, I certainly know who can. So we will be able to help you. But today, we have Gary Muller with us. Gary has been a consultant for over 10 years. He's worked on Lifeline. He's worked in uh, on the calls. You know, the people ring up for all sorts of things overnight, uh, during the day and whatever. They're, they're going through trouble, um, situations that reoccur. And, you know, he's been there, done that. And opened up to us and told us that, you know, he was in a situation himself where all of a sudden he said, well, okay, what's wrong with me? You know, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us, myself included, have said, well, what's wrong with me? Why can't I have that? What, why can't I do this? You know, and, and there's no reason why, is there? There's no reason whatsoever. We're, we're usually our own worst enemy in the stories we tell ourselves if they're negative. Uh, we'll see that reflected in our experiences. So it's really important the talk inside our head is is positive. Yes, yeah, and it's and, it, and the other thing is, you know, it, I remember Tony Robbins and a lot of other people say you can't just sit there and say grow, 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 grow. You know, unless you're ready to water it. <laughs> you know, unless you're ready to put something into it. You know, so you can't just put a seed in the ground and hope to. to to, to grow, you know, to germinate, you have to have the right conditions, you know, you've got to get the right people around you, you know, and if you can't find the right people, you know, look for them. If you can't, you know, there are a lot of people out there willing to help. There are a lot of people that can be your mentor. A lot of people you can, you know, I picked mentors and I didn't even know that they were mentors until much, much, much later. And I said, oh, is that what a mentor is? <laughs> you know, so, you know, but when you look around, I see these kids with long hair, you know, and tattoos on their arms and uh, make out their playing guitar. And th they picked the mentor who was some pop star with, you know, a rock band. 
and they dress like that. They walk around like that. You know, you see the other kids, you know, big leather jackets and walk around toughy, you know. they Without them knowing it, they've got a mentor. They've got somebody who they're inspired to be. You know, I was talking to this kid the other day and, it, you know, he was saying how Bob Marley, you know, passed away now, but, you know, he had reggae and he had long hair and all these plaited and all this stuff. When he first came out, there was very few people knew about that sort of hairstyle and all of a sudden everybody had it. You know, when I was a kid, it was the Beatles and Elvis Presley and everybody had an Elvis Presley hairstyle or the Beatles hairstyle. Then it became different groups, you know, and different people followed different groups. And immediately you can tell the sort of uh, outfits they wear was the same as their groups. And today every big group have their own label, (laughs) you know, and if that's not mentoring, what the heck is? Yes, correct. You know, and what we need now, we need more business mentors. We need more coaches. We need more people who can say to you, look, where are you at? What are you doing? Let's take you to the next level. And what is the next level above that and above that and above that? So you can aim, like I said, for the gold medal, not just to get to the Olympics. Because too many people aim to get to the Olympics and that's all they get to. Yes. They don't get the silver or the bronze. They just aim to get to the Olympics. I said, no, you should aim for the gold. Not the Olympics is not what it's about. It's a gold medal at the Olympics. That's what it's about. And if you go for that, then, you know, you're going to get there. Look, thank you, Gary, for coming in. It's been a pleasure having you in. I thank you so much. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. This book is uh, Blue Sky Thoughts. And uh, it's available through uh, Gary himself and we can make it available through their radio station. Let me know. Um, Get in touch with me, Peter Salerno, here at Happy Business Radio or at Radio Italia Uno Adelaide. And uh, we'll we'll show you and tell you how to get the book. What what do they sell for? Uh, $15. $15. Right. So they're very, very reasonable price. I would have said $35.40. But (laughs) we're giving it away at half price, $15. (laughs) Okay. So we've got a whole bunch at half price, all right? So we, we'll give you some books at $15. So if you uh, let us know, we'll make sure we'll get this book to you. And like I said before, if you're in Adelaide during the festival of uh, Fringe between the end of February and the beginning of March, please book into our show or my show with a, a couple of my friends. It's as a comedian, musicians, and some magicians. Fun for all, but not the precious. Thank you very much. Gary, thank you for coming in. Thanks, Peter. Ron, thank you for podcasting it for us. And Happy Business Radio It will be back next Monday from 2 to 3 on Radio Italia Uno, Adelaide 87.6 FM. And until we meet again, thank you and ciao. Arrivederci. Goodbye. You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.